Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the latest episode of Caravan 13. This is James the DM speaking, bringing back your lovely gaggle of gallivanting gahoons. We've got Chad the Ranger, Sarah the Druid, and we'll have Mac the Tiefling. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> What? Put it in your head, didn't I? No, no, no. You didn't do anything, my good sir. We are joined in uh, the morning after the wonderful rabble-rousing where they all caroused at the bar and drank, celebrated their victory after saving a little girl. From a horde of zombies. Yes, I know. We're back to full health again. <laughs> you are back all our health. And all our spells are back. Yes, they are. <coughs> you okay? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I know what you did. Oh, yes, I did, sir. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I, I, it just it just happened. I didn't know if you could roll with it. Ah! So who's waking up first? Oh, everybody give me a d4. For no reason other than I demand a dice roll. Three. You need to do that. You need to do that. Oh, one. Chad, you wake up first. So, so the question is, does he wake up in the tavern or does he wake up in his room? I will say... I'll roll a d4 of my own. And I'll figure <laughs> out whether or not you all passed out at the bar or you all passed out at the... Uh, Hotel. I would have made the Hey, I rolled a one. That means that I choose whatever the fuck it means. Uh, you woke up at the tavern, slumped over a table. <laughs> <coughs> you have the distinct fire in your throat of a dwarven ale. Oh, that was a good one. They market it as being... Cool to drink, hot like a forge going down. You see Vareed. Vareed is half asleep, leaning against the coat rack near the door. And Parda is laying across the bar with a teacup in her hand. <laughs> with one hand, with one like leg resting on a bar stool, totally knocked out. Please tell me the other hand has like the crumbs of a moon dust cookie. Has a, it has a crumb, like uh, the paper of a undisclosed pastry of some kind. You don't know we as players know. know what it is. We as you can assume anything. It could be a tasty little strudel from the bakery two doors down. It could be her own drugged concoction. <laughs> I pull out. I'm not going to actually turn it into a weapon or anything. I just pull out the staff just so I'm just far enough away from him and just poke him to wake him up like, Braid, you okay? Die! <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> Vareed, you wake up with the salty, sweet taste of a Valen ale. However, you're being prodded by an object that craves life itself, so wherever it touches you, you feel an aching coldness. It's as though you've been roused slash doused with sincerely cold water <laughs> to a touch. <laughs> Die! 
Die. <laughs> oh, you're good. Yeah, no. So that's why. That's why he said die. I just walk over to Parth and just gently nudge her awake, like Parth. Kicks him in the face. Give me a d20. No, it's just a six. Okay. <laughs> I just in time catch it's like. Okay. No, self, you should I, stick on her too. No, no, no. I, I, I go up to her and I say. There's a cat outside. <laughs> Parda, you were having a dream. No. You were almost experiencing a vision. You were wandering through the forests up north. You were with Vareev, but Quinn, your sorcerer companion, and Gorak not to be found. Vareed stops to check some trails for a moment and you hear over in a bush over yonder a small trotting. Do you go to investigate? Of course. You peer through the bushes and this is when he rouses you and says, cats. <laughs> you wander through, and for the briefest of moments, you catch the semi-luminous blue and purple mane of a unicorn with its pristine, lustrous white coat, its golden horn glistening in the catch of a sunbeam. Therefore, cat in the street, and you wake up. <laughs> in the bellies and then we go look for this Jordan uh, Feld. Fellas need drinks. Something to wet your tongue, maybe. Good Bloody Mary. Where did you come from? <laughs> Who do you think I sleep behind the bar? <laughs> you find a cozy little cot with a body pillow of his wife. Just something warm, some hot water for me and the girl. Just hot water. I'm sure she's got tea. Slosh. And he's going to want as much meat as possible, I'm sure. No, a Bloody Mary and two, two raw eggs. A Bloody Mary and two raw eggs? Yep. Okay, now here's the question. Do you want that extra bloody, or are we talking like... Cristo Redentor bloody. What you want? Or Red Wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Second option. (laughs) He goes to a vial that could almost be mistaken for the actual viscera, the human vitae itself. And he pops the cork and it looks as though it's been bared as a fang. And he pours it onto it. And then he grabs the fresh tomatoes and he goes, go ahead and sit at the table. I'll bring your 
Bloody Mary to you. Now, quick question. Did you want the raw eggs in the Bloody Mary or the raw Separate. eggs separated? Whisked or flat? Flat. You two have your drinks. Your hot water. Well, I was going to pull out the orc weed and just mix it into the water <laughs> to make tea. <laughs> <laughs> that dank orc kush. Throw it right into the water. <laughs> Is there a better name for what an orc would call it? Yes, any name you can come up with. Hashish, really? Oh my god, what is this? The fucking... Are you in Amsterdam? Going to a hash cafe? Oh my god. Ineptitude. It could just be called orc breakfast tea. Orcish breakfast tea. Done. Fine. It could be called bloodroot tea because it's how savage orcs are. It could be called anything, but no. Orc weed. <laughs> Does it not? That sounds more like what an orc would drink. No, it sounds like something the orc would toke. It's what the shaman passes around before you go to war. <laughs> orc Fine. weed is just peyote. <laughs> Fine, it's orc bloodroot. Cool. Do better, Chad. We love you. Off to a great start. Off to a wonderful start. We don't endorse drugs, children. And ladies and gentlemen of the anywhere. Alcohol consumption's fine, though. <laughs> as long as you're of age. Or druid. Druids have no age. Anyway, uh, just for a little bit of flair, Vareed, you see him like put tomatoes... Uh, basically, he makes you some V8. <laughs> We're gonna just say he pulls a V8 out, not for real, but he makes the equivalent. You would probably put a V8 in the Bloody Mary, just human bear juice. Mm. Pours that in, and then you see him pull out a voodoo doll, and he puts the cork from the red liquid and stabs the voodoo doll. <laughs> I'm not joking. He then pours the liquid, and you notice the cork starts to glow, and the voodoo doll begins to bleed. <laughs> he then stirs your drink with the cork. <laughs> this toothy fang kind of deal. He shakes it off, and he puts it back in, and you notice whatever he poured slowly starts dripping in from the cork. You then watch him go out back, and he comes back with two raw eggs. Crack, crack. Mm -hmm. And he puts it into one cup. Mm -hmm. As he serves you this drink that's ominously dark and smells rich and salty, you hear a faint scream coming from it as you slosh it. Nice. He's just having his morning cup, cup of joe, basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically my character. My character just looks over, sees that, and just goes back to drinking his blood root. Like, nope. Nope. So, Mac, what do you do? Since the other two are drinking their coffee, what is Sarah drinking? Tea. Tea? Ah, yeah. So, Mac, how do you, how do you shoot your breakfast? I down the two eggs, and then I use the uh, Bloody Mary as the finisher. The chaser? Chaser. Finisher, chaser, the opener for his day. 
Mac, you find the rich red liquid almost syrupy covers your mouth. And it almost begins to numb you from the inside. Kind of like uh, like how, uh, is it, what is it? There's a there's a Novocaine. <laughs> Novocaine fucks your mouth up real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Super bad. I was like, fuck, what dentist thing is it? I had to think about it because there's a Steve Steve Martin movie called Novocaine. It's really fucked up. Anyway, sorry, movie tangent. Um, yeah. Anyway, you notice your mouth goes really numb for a moment, and then you. Uh, you hear the screaming get a little louder. Give me a will save. Damn you and your will saves. A 16. Wonderful. You resist the urge to scream out a random name <coughs> that I would have assigned you. You you control the urge to to say their name and begin the... You, you ignore all this. And you just finish it off. Maybe you go, oh, the... Uh, Shudder a little bit with that odd finish. Mm-hmm. And then you, all three of you notice something kind of odd. A figure sitting at the bar with her hood on, just enjoying a drink. Any hair peeking out? Any color? Nope. Oh. How do we know it's a she? It's a she by her figure. Aha! Clap, 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 pleasant day? No thanks, darling. I'm doing fine. Just like so. You know she's drinking from kind of far away. How are you doing there? I'm drinking my morning cup. But it, it's not even near you. I have eyes, you know. It's not polite to stare. I do stare a lot, though. So who are you? A nosy one, aren't you? Yep. They just pat you on the head. But what's your name? Not even a nickname, Code Red. Busy. <laughs> Code Red. <laughs> oh. Why don't we play a game? Yeah? If I win, you'll tell me your name? Sure. Yay. Now you're going to ask what the game is? What's the game? The game. Hmm. I'll have you know I'm actually looking for a brown tabby in this town. Brown tabby meow meow? Yes. They're called cats. Wait, so Fuck, there meow is... Meow meow. <laughs> so, I'm assuming my character is just sort of like... And if I find it, you'll tell me your name? Sure. Do I also get to keep the cat? No, but that's theft. Oh, you love him very much? Or her very much? Yes, I do. I will find your cat and return it. Wonderful. See you boys later! (laughs) 
better go with her. She'll get lost. Or, and, or cause mayonnaise. That's just me. Hiya. <laughs> Locate creature? Yep. Dude, she's got a shit ton of spells, and she can change them out whenever she wants for most of the druid spells. Some of them seem to permanently stay in my slots, so though, like Blight well, and Moomy never move. Well, those are like your signatures. Wonderful. Up to an hour. <sighs> where, oh where, did I put that stuff? Um, so, yeah, Sarah, I'd say you're able to find that relatively quickly. Yay. To the point where the boys don't even, they may not even realize you're gone. <laughs> we just hear her yell, it's just like, the, the blood root hasn't kicked in yet for me, he's probably just still focusing on not screaming out that name. Like. <laughs> that or he's found somewhere to go practice swinging a sword around. Uh, I'm doing morning calisthenics. So I locate the cat and bring it back. You do find the brown tabby. However, I do need you to give me a... uh, Animal handling? Yeah, it was animal handling. Sorry, I was reading a... Doesn't she get like almost a plus ten? Plus eight, yeah. Yeah. Actually, plus nine, my bad. Because now my proficiency is four. Yeah, no, she catches it. What'd she get? That 15. was a 15. That was a 15 before mod? Yeah. Yep. Cats are fickle creatures that don't want to be caught. I'm going to see if this thing can't pull a Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> you catch the brown tabby. It's just got this annoyed, like, flat face. Like, I'm still petting it, though. Yeah. But it purrs and it vibrates. Signature cat stuff. Yeah. It's like, I hate you, but I enjoy its attention. It's like, I despise that you're holding me, but don't stop. <laughs> there you go, Mets. Oh. What's his name? I want to know his name more than your name. You want to know his name? Uh-huh. He doesn't have a name. You're just like, here, kitty? Not quite. Okay. What's your name? I guess you could call me Yelena. I am Yelena. What are you in this town for? Sightseeing. The monsters and creatures? Sorts. So you're an adventurer? Hardly. You could call me a businesswoman. Businesswoman? Yeah. Okay. So what's your business here? None of yours. Come on! I'm actually pretty strong. I can help. He can help even more. See that big old lug? Do not offer my services <laughs> for free. <laughs> you notice she turns and you actually notice a, a small, the small crook of a black beak poking out. Not nearly as long as one like a past party member's. Much smaller, more like a, closer like a partridge or cardinal. Are you looking for someone that we're looking for? 
And who might you be looking for? Another one of your kind. She, you can tell there's confusion. And what is the name of this one that you're looking for? Shay. Shay? Shay. Does she have a last name? I don't know. I only called her Shay. And what did she look like? Black. Black beak. Longer beak than yours. Hmm. A crow. A crow! Interesting. I've not seen any crows. And since you're not seeing any crows, you haven't been looking for one. You notice she has, uh, she turns a little bit more. She has fairer, like, whiter cheeks mm. for fur and feathers. Chirp. So anyway, we can help you with your business? Now that I have Patty here, I think I'll be just fine. Okie day. Oh, was that it? But it sounds like she could talk, so isn't there another bird thing uh, that can talk? Probably. Oh. Uh, Rito or something like that? Yeah, those ones, and they can fly. I don't know what they're called in the Arasakra. The Arasakra. And they can fly. They can fly, they can fly, they can But they also fly. hate being on the ground, so it's interesting that she's here. They're fine with being on the ground, ground. They hate being in tight and close spaces. <laughs> I, I go up to the barkeep. I heard that there was a blacksmith in the Port of John. Really, really good at his craft. Hmm. <clears throat> Yes, it's been been a little while since I've uh, since I've seen the gentleman around these parts. Do you know which way he went? To be honest, no. Uh, I know he was one of the last to leave the port, seeing as how his one of his shops was towards the middle of it. He only evacuated when he needed to. Heard he only brought his prized hammer, his favorite fan. That's fan is in literal fan. Okay. And uh, his family. Hmm. Left almost everything there. Let's say, you mean a billows? Because a yeah, fan's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, billows. Billows. I was to say. Billows fan. I call it a fan. It introduces it, oxygen. I was like, I know there's a word for it. It's billows. Billows, yes. Thank you, Chad. My, uh, my smithing lingo is not up to snuff. I'm like... It introduced. I'm gonna call it a fan because I know it, it expands. I almost wanted to call it the the Smith wa- accordion. I wanted to see if it was like this is like a legit magic item he's talking about. Or no, no, like, I no, meant billows. billows. That's all now, I wanted to check. I'm sure there is a magic fan I could use, just like there's that stupid fan that puts out fires in Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I spilled grape juice on it and threw it away. <laughs> you don't know. You know anyone that might know where he went? Hmm. You know, actually, the last name of that was Fjordveld, right? Yep. You know, I think his son has a house here in town. Not here all the time. 
He's an adventurer, much like you guys, usually based out of a town up north. But uh, he does come in every so often. Well, thank you for the information. I, I flip him a gold coin. He catches it and flips it back. So I guess we can go north then, or? Well, first we'll check his house. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys notice that the young lady at the bar left the cat sitting on her stool and is g- gone. <gasps> Kitty's mine! Sure. Can I come here, Kitty? You already handled it pretty well earlier, so yeah, it'll recognize your affection. That was a stealthy one. <laughs> I don't care, I have a cat. You notice when you pick it up, there is a single black feather underneath it. Mm-hmm. Like the one found in Vareed's room. Uh, what's the... Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. I picked up she the feather. Picked up the feather. Of course I picked up the feather. Paro will pick up the feather. Sarah, I need you to roll me a d20. <laughs> I'll try to fasten it to my hair. Sarah? Mm, I'm a droid. <laughs> hey, look! Two of us are marked now. <laughs> what you get? One. Yeah, no, two of us are marked now. Oh. Sarah. That's what happened to him. Oh, yeah. That's what happened to you. That's what happened to Gora. He picked it up yeah. and accidentally broke it. Sarah, you, you pick it up and you go to tie it into your hair. And you snap it. Aw. What color was Parda's hair before this? White. Ooh. No, not my white hair. Come on. Blue hair, blue hair. It's going to be black. Yep. Ew, that's the worst one. You have, at the moment, you, you like where you dropped it, it's almost like the area where all the stuff got. You had, your hair is now weaker. And you feel a sensation as though somebody's grabbed your head, trying to imagine, almost like they put, they put their, it's like somebody put their right hand on the right half of your face with the thumb over your front ear and their, like the arch of their thumb going behind your ear and it's as if they've grabbed you. Mm. And it's like they're like, Almost like they're like pushing you. You feel a negative energy attached to your skull now. The kind that's like the taint in this land. I take it I see her just as she's cracking it and it's like I wanna describe it as this. She it almost looks like somebody singed her hair black in the shape of a hand where the mark is beneath her hair. Or anything on her neck or anything that we see, or just a handprint. Basically, you see a, an invisible, ha- a black handprint over her skull, and you see like the faint markings of where the tip of the thumb would be that marches matches the mark for you, but most of her marks hidden underneath her thick hair. Read, burn it, burn it, burn it. Maybe, maybe you see like part of the mark stretching down her neck. 
near the back of where like her ponytail would go. Burn it. You want me to burn your hair? Better than this stuff. Why don't you just have someone shave your head? Never mind, I have it. It's fine. But say I literally have Gorak pull out a knife as he says it. Like, I'll come be quick. I'm good. Looks like uh, there's more than one bird person we gotta worry about. I guess so. More than the same bird person. But she can't be that mean. She gave me a cat. Harder to you relay that she doesn't cat. isn't she the same color? The huh? Do you relay that she wasn't the same color? Mm. Yeah, she wasn't the same color. So she was white feathered and not black. Mm. Yep. Interesting. So, as I said, there's more than one bird, or your friend knows how to change her colors. If nothing's out of the realm of possibility, especially when humans are involved. What? (laughs) (laughs) How are there demons involved? Veridoth now explains the story of Shay. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, fuck. Yeah, it got very disturbing. The barkeep is going, Wait, so a giant crow got crushed by a king's throne and made a pact with a blood demon and now she's able to do hoodoo magic? Uh-huh. And you let her go? She's rampant, yes. Most. Where's the kingdom of Pomaha? He goes to a rotary arcane phone. Yes, I'd like to speak to the head person in charge. I don't care if he's dead. Give him to me. Cast a speak with dead scroll if you fucking have to. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have a body? This is bullshit. I know the necromancy guild over there can pull some fuckery. <laughs> Listen, this is... And my name is... And if I don't speak to the head person in fucking charge, there's going to be a lot bigger issues. They put me on hold. We're sorry. All of our agents are busy right now. Oh, I can't fucking believe this. By the way, that has a really satisfying twang when you put it to your head. <laughs> Seriously, try that. It's so satisfying. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I'm guessing you're all contact. Give me a moment, Chief. He steps off. Yeah, no, I'd like to report that I just served a vampire bird that may or may not have had weird fuckery demons in it in my establishment. I'd like to acquit myself of all guilt. There was a series of adventurers. What do you mean they're working for you? What kind of cockamamie scheme are you working here? Hello? (laughs) They hung up. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> you got 
the character who's used to being in a fantasy world where the weird shit doesn't happen around him, and then it's like, what the fuck's going on? You mean to tell me you guys are actually serious about half the shit you're talking about? Yeah. As far as I'm aware, they are telling the truth. Are you fucking kidding me? I wish we were. Geraldo, drop a sign! We have served the legendary Caravan 13 in the flesh! <laughs> you see Geraldo coming out with fancy signs and ladders, tacks. He's got stucco ready. So, what does the legendary Caravan 13 need today? You find this is not the barkeeper, this is the owner of the bar. Wait, the same one that sat behind the bar with the wet pillow in his way? <laughs> you don't know. There's the barkeep, and then there's the bartender. Uh-huh. Oh, we got everything we needed. Nothing at all. Nothing I can get you. Not even a thing. Maybe reload some right supplies. What'd you say, Chan? Let's say reload some supplies. Oh, please. Consider it done. <laughs> also, have you ever heard... Well, oh, never mind. You already asked that. He asked the bartender. Yeah. Oh, do you know... Do you know if uh, Mr. Fjordan Wales is in town? His face runs white. Where did you hear that name? I'm trying to remember who heard it. <laughs> We need his help purging something up north. Or purging? Purging what? Nasty. Big bads. Big bads? Where? Just some big nasties up to north. Northwest? There can't be any big nasties. We're safe here. Oh, no, it's not within town limits. I know it's not within town limits. I'd hear about it, but, 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 but what purging needs to be done? Why would you need his help? We were told he was a... Hmm. Told by whom? Who gave you his name? We found the name. Found it where? It was on a sheet. That's all I know. You're telling me you just happened to run across a sheet with the name of... Sheath. Sheath. Do you have the sheath with you? <laughs> More deception. <laughs> oh, Chad. What'd you roll? A three exact. <laughs> he knows you're lying. About... What you found it on. He knows it wasn't found on a sheath. He never signed his items. You would not find it on any of his works. Where did you find the name? Why does he look at you? <laughs> I need to tell me where you f f f found the name. And what relevance is it to you? What do you mean, what is relevance to me? But it's important. The cultists kept talking about him. Cultists? Yes, they're very scary and mean a lot of harm. We need to make sure he's safe. Cultists.
Yes. Yeah, they're dead now. Dead. Fucking weaklings. Dead. The cultists are dead. And the stupid thing they tried to summon. Summon? Not to mention the corrupted Fae. Corrupted Fae? May the Fae rest in peace. Deeper fucking hole. Thought my ankle was pretty good. Uh. But it is. I'm sorry. Run the by me again. The cultist did mention him, and they might be after him, so we need to make sure he's safe. But how did they mention him? We heard it in passing when they were chanting, trying to summon their demon. That they need to find him. Full deception. <laughs> yeah, but it's Sarah rolling. I know. What's your Oh my god, that's perfect. What'd you get? <laughs> she got an 18. What's your charisma modifier, Sarah? Two. Oh, sorry, dear. I rolled a 17. That's an 18 plus 2. I know, and this guy has a 3 mod. Fuck. He doesn't have that high charisma. I was only off by 1, and I had the higher mod. So he doesn't roll well. I know. So he's somewhat believing me, but a little bit. It's like he knows you're lying about something. It's like there's some doubt. We're here to help, you know. Help who? The blacksmith. Really help? Yes. Do you want his death to be on your hands? Death? Yes. He's dead. He is dead. Duh. Uh-huh. Even the sun? How do you know you're the sun? <laughs> he points oh. to the bartender. <laughs> Like you foolish Orgil. Frickin' throw our sources under the bus. Well, I assume that a blacksmith would have some children to pass on his trade, and hopefully it was a son. some sort of blacksmith. He's very nervous. I... Do we need to go in the back so you can explain stuff in a more calm manner? <clears throat> no. No. Here. He like you notice when he shakes. It almost it looks as though his face doesn't entirely follow him at first, and then it like lines back up with him. And he like scratches at his head. I will write down a key portion of information. I'll lead. You didn't get it from us. Click, click, click. <laughs> the line. Well, no, I just had to cross something off that I didn't feel like erasing. Fair enough. Uh, Bram Fjordenveld's grave 
in town up north. So his name is Bran Fjordenweld? Bran Fjordenweld, with an M. Those are my wives. <laughs> Wait, did I make that face? Well. Do you know <coughs> what happened to the port of Johan? He, he, like, twitches slightly back. What's more to explain than... An overtaking, a seizing of property, corruption, virulence, plague. Overnight. All because a wizard couldn't keep his globe in his pants. Ah. You know what we need to kill to get it under control? Can you kill several thousand demon folk? Depends on my mood. sarcasm. I don't expect you to do anything about it. I mean, they're the legendary Caravan 13. Yeah, and my left nut's insured for three million dollars. I mean, ducats. <laughs> <laughs> the whole scrotum's insured for twelve, I'm sure. And you guys are the legendary Caravan 13. I say an infernal all hail Anatos and put my house sigil up. Ooh, I've got a fancy parlor trick too. Wow, you roll intimidation. For those of you who are wondering, I just did that and rolled my middle finger up. He rolled a twenty. Unfortunately, I only rolled a what's that? That's five plus. That's not a sixteen. <laughs> I will say you sufficiently intimidated him. <laughs> is it one of those he intimidated him or is it just like It's like you went ba 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 da 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 <laughs> and wound it back up. I guess you shouldn't be showing that around. It's okay, Master. We'll get you your, your medicine. You shuffled off to the back with a hefty goblet in the hand, and then you hear sputtering. Reed, you got the idea that maybe showing your house sigil around as a form of intimidation may get you in more trouble than it would normally. <laughs> I wonder if that actually picked up on the mic what he said. Puny humans. Yeah. <laughs> reality a party of all non-humans. She's close. She's an elf, which is the next stereotypical thing afterwards. So. So we should go investigate the uh, the grave. 
You should. Yeah. Or do you want to investigate uh, his son's house here in Tempe first? Mm-hmm. I'll say house, see if there's oh, anything yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, house, house first. See if there's any signs of something here, and then we can go up north. Okay. No, sound good? Sounds good. And hopefully this guy's going to have our supplies by the time we get back and we haven't been kicked out. Sarah, you got to try that. Just just put it up to your ear. No, no, like give it a little... <laughs> nice and resonant. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I imagine you guys arrive at the house. Mm-hmm. Housekeeping! <laughs> Housekeeping! No, no, not me clean. No. Just a little bit. No reply. Okay. <sighs> Transform into a cat and sneak into the house. You notice it moves. Oh, the, the door moves? The door was unlocked. Mm. So, so the cat should sneak in. She should sneak in there as a cat because we don't want to see breaking and entering. We want to make sure there's no spells on the other side of the door first. Oh my god, she could cast speak with animals in the tabby room. Yes! I'm not risking my tabby! Finch! <laughs> you can find more! No! <laughs> that is me! You know how much kittens you could get for a gold coin! Oh, shut your mouth. I will transform into a cat and walk What in. if you and the tabby transformed together and you scouted the house together? All right, that sounds fine. Are you going to train? I should mention this is a female cat. Okay. Okay. I wasn't going to make this a male cat and then turn it into a real cat. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Two female cats on the town trying to search a blacksmith's son's thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me a stealth roll. Don't cats get, like, bonuses to stealth? (laughs) What'd she roll? Um... Do cats get advantage on stealth? I don't think there'll be a need. What'd you get? Um, that's why I said do cats get <laughs> bonuses on stealth. I'll allow you to re-roll the one. Seven. Much better. She Ish. does the normal cat things where it's like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this. <laughs> She's just knocking shit off the counter. I've always wanted to do this. Slides mug off table. <laughs> No, um, so uh, your stealthiness was just to see how easily you got in the door. Uh, you notice the other tabby just slinks through on her four legs. <laughs> you find that the house has been ransacked. Ooh. You have entire tables and things overturned. As well what appears to be several strike marks from weapons on the walls and furniture. Any blood? There's no blood that you can see, though there are a lot of char marks as well. Do I smell anything funky? I would say you'd smell like charred wood. You Does she smell cinnamon? She definitely does. Sediment or excrement? Cinnamon. C- cinnamon. Oh, no, she does not smell cinnamon. Okay. Yeah. The spice. Let the spice flow. Spice is nice. Mixed with a little bit of chemical X to create the Powerpuff Girls. So, you find no sign of the blacksmith's son, but you do see, like, um, 
you find a lot of broken picture frames of the family. Dang, uh, some of them, dude. Yeah. Um, Any claw marks? Like no, no strike marks. Strike like marks. as though somebody was using a, a long a weapon, sword, okay. knives. So no deeds. No. You do notice several piles of ash on the floor, though, and the smell of burnt cloth. Can I pick up the scent on him? Except for whoever farted. <laughs> it wasn't me. That time it wasn't me. me. Uh, oh my god. That traveled across the room. I need to take a break for that. Strong. <laughs> the, the, the funk is strong with you, Mike. Young <sighs> anyway, I'm continuing on because I'm brave. I can breathe. I have plus five to resisting max funk. <laughs> you would think Sarah is stronger, but it's okay. She has a low constitution, I guess, on that. No. Anyway. <laughs> if she come walking back out on two legs, I'm like, bow, bow, bow. Not yet. Sarah, give me an investigation roll. Fifteen. You find a series of holy symbols above his mantle. Wow. Dang. Okay. Holy symbols. Is he a vampire? You find that the more you investigate, the more you understand that the sun did not continue the blacksmithing trade. Cult. No. no I would say unholy symbols. No, no. He became it. a paladin. Oh. Wait, is the paladin we know? Because that one was killed. Okay. No. So, eventually you... Uh, you, you hop on the table uh, looking for things and you find a note with the edge of an obsidian knife in it. This would be your hint that the cultists might have been here. What does the note say? It's a note uh, he left for a carer of some kind. It says heading up north to pay respects, be back in a fortnight, have a job I need to take care of. Oh. Signed, G. So there, so he might have left before someone came into his house, but why would they hack up the house? Maybe they're looking for something. Okay, so or they're... caretaker. Hmm? Are they the caretaker? Not knowing, because we don't know what the sun looks like, do they? Nope. So they might have kidnapped someone else by mistake. Might have been a certain someone that was getting their inside damage <gasps> through. Oh! Poor caretaker. This is when I say you find a picture of the caretaker and he looks strikingly similar to the man you found in the cultist den yesterday. If there's any of these bastards left, they really need to die. Wait, I used the message spell wow. to ask Sarah if she can take a picture of the, of the sun. Mental picture? No, no, no. no. no, 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 no. Find, no, no, no. find an actual no, no. picture of the sun. She could, yeah. She could probably grab it up, or you could just say it's safe to come in. Yeah. Well, that's why I was like, she's still in cat unless she just transforms while she's on the table and messes back. She probably just splays out and then transforms. Is like, ah, slink. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna in- 
investigate to see if I can find anything else. If not, that's unless that's. I was gonna say that's pretty much the gist of it, unless there's yeah. something specific you're looking for. Do you need me to roll to find a picture? No, you acquire a picture of the sun. I'm assuming there's a bunch around. Mm-hmm. Either a picture, like there's a pictograph of him with a. Some members of his order. There's actually a pictograph of him with his father and his mom. Actually, I want to investigate to see if I can find any like more proof that it was the cult or sure someone else around here. It'll require a little bit of a high roll because they actually were pretty serene about it. The only tip would be the the aforehand of an obsidian knife. So go ahead and roll your investigation, and then if you have a p- specific thing you want to look for, I can see if you can get that. That's a 17 plus... Nat 17. That's a nat 17 yeah, plus 4 of my proficiency plus I know. Stop. <laughs> Jesus. Take the wheel. <laughs> I'm really good at investigation. It's like the one... I don't do it very often. You find several pieces of evidence pointing to the involvement of the cult. Not including the... No, bigger. just extraneous things. Markings... You recognize some of the cloth as being culty, um, even <clears throat> to a point where you actually found, um, we'll say that while you were tracking through other portions of the house, somebody had concocted a form of potion in the um, wash basin mm-hmm. upstairs, and it looked familiar to a fluid you'd seen inside the cultist thing. And do, can I tell what those ash piles were, or were they just... Those, unfortunately, are indiscernible without an alembic and an alchemy kit and a very experienced alchemy, alchemist. Yeah, no one's here. I have that. No. Well, I'm going to have to say that we should probably... Head north? Well, no, we should probably let the local guard know of this and show them what we've discovered. At least they discover this on their own and find that someone has rummaged through it. Far enough. And they use subsequent magic to find us to not look any deeper. So you go to the, the guard station around the block uh, next to what would be a watchtower. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you find a couple of gentlemen playing cards and tossing around dice. You notice they have a couple of valent ducats on the line just playing general stuff. Really? A crime? Well, finally, some excitement. What time is it? 3 a.m.? No. What time is it? It's... Good God, the sun's already out. How long have we been playing cards? Oh, my dear word. They've actually had to do a double shift. More money for me, then. Ha! What crime is it that you'd like to report? We believe that there is an abduction. Someone uh, broke into... The, what was the, the last name's house? Jordan Weld. The, I, I can't Fjordan Weld. Jordan Weld's house. Reduction at... Uh, Jordan Weld's house. Yes. Uh, do you know if it was Master Fjordan Weld himself who was abducted? I believe that it was the caretaker. I guess we'll put a search out for him. Mm. There 
is that? Exploring up north, we came across his body. There was a group of cultists that were using it. Jesus Christ. The body, unfortunately, got destroyed in the process of trying to stop them. Of course. Is there anything else to report? An abduction, breaking and entering, murder? It sounds as though you've already avenged his death. Not quite. We, unless there's survivors somewhere, but no, thought no. we should let you lot know. Just in case somebody does a delivery and the door swings open. He may have not been the target. Uh, likely not. Um, Carol is dead. Sweet man. He's only staying here because the priest's house in the port had been overrun. Bro was lending it out just until he got back on his feet. I'll have to tell his wife and kids when they get back. What was that name you said? Which one? Who was lending him lending out to him? Gro. No, the, the Master Fjorn. Master Fjorn, though. His name was Gro. You never gave us that name. That's why I was I asking. <laughs> yes. He's a odd sight about town. He doesn't frequent too often. Based up north. Shame about what happened to his old man. Either way, it's in the books. I'll have Rodney and Delson round up the house, seal it up, make sure nobody trips it. Probably keep one of them on watch. I'm sure the good man would hate to have his things rummaged through. What happened to Lord Fjordenwell? He had some business to take up north. It's almost the anniversary of his father's death, and I'd heard he'd had a very urgent job. That's why I meant the, his father. What happened to his father? That one's a bit of a tale that I don't think you'd be too interested in hearing. Uh, I can give you the basics. Okay. Mm, shortly after the port was seized by the... Uh, Good fuck, look it up in a bestiary, and I'm pretty sure you'll find it there at least once. Right. He contracted this foul disease. Basically ate him alive from the inside out. And of course, Gro being a man of the cloth, well, you can only imagine how he'd felt watching the only influential in his figure in his life. The only reason he became a paladin, being slowly consumed by a kind of evil that knew literally no bounds. Of course, by the time he died, he wasn't even a man anymore. He just became a shell. And then, of course, he tried to claw out his wife's fucking eyes and then his heart. Put him down. Really beat up Gro to put down his old man. Thank you, you for that. How far north Gro went? Oh, there's a town not too far away. Um, gone. There's about five different forms of slang for it, but we can just call it, uh, we'll call it Hastings. <laughs> Shout out to people who actually live in Hastings. <laughs> Hastingsville Shire. <laughs> just call it Hastings. Um, there's quite the, uh, I guess you could call it our little haven of churchmen and it's a very faithful town. 
everyone just looked at Bree like, <laughs> you might want to shave, young man. You might want to shave and hide the horns. Never again. Never again. My heritage is mine. The throne is mine. Human blood will spill as I see fit. My blade thirsts. Careful there, Hellboy. (laughs) (laughs) No, so, uh, yeah, there's some backstory on Gro, the blacksmith's son, and you know that, unfortunately, Bram is dead. So that means Gro could help us finish off the demon. I think Gro would want to help us more with the port of Johannes. Okay. Seems like a little bit more of a... If we're going to do something fucked up to him, we might as well at least let him do something good before. Oh, who says we're using him as a sacrifice? I just met the racist guy. You are. You are both idiots. Am I? Master Gro will help us with the demon. That's what I just said! You guys are talking about this in front of a man of a law, talking about willfully or illegally using a dock worker... To be possessed by a greater demon lord in the presence of a police officer. We were using the mind speak. Bullshit! <laughs> yeah. All of you bullshit! Yeah, you're, you're, no. You're you two bullshit. need to roll deception before I throw you in fucking jail. A four. And I said it first at the paladin. Charisma. Don't take my idea, Wait. you little twerp. No, I don't have charisma. The main reason I said you were... Because we're just, you were talking about uh, this. Yeah. 19. Well, you guys are on your own. <laughs> I got a 10. We're going to say, like, th- she said the most incriminating shit and she got away with it. So at this point, you going along with it makes her, like, between the two of you, the fact she succeeded really high, he just thinks you guys are having some sort of fucking laugh. He just writes it off and leaves. Or rather, you guys say that walking away and he goes back to winning at a game of cards. <laughs> Sarah just saved your ass. And if Sarah rolled low, hi, fuck, she'd be getting the holy seat called on her for, for cavorting with a fucking demon. Oh, you'd have been re-rolling a character, Missy. Oh my god. Willfully admitting, making deals and throwing, like you actually would have just been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go like sacrifice people to a demon lord. Oh my God! Smite! <laughs> Literally, the whole the, like. There's probably a holy tower I can create on demand that would strike you from existence for saying such a phrase. My bad. I'll use oh. outside the box. He can help us with our other problem. Yes. <laughs> Keep it vague and unassuming for outside ears. Yeah. Jesus. Remember, there are NPCs at play. Thank you, dice. <sighs> I don't want to teach you harsh lessons by going straight to the roll me a new character route, but oh man, I would have had to have really taught you a lesson with that one. Don't Jesus. Don't be a dumb Take Pardo away for five episodes. <laughs> God, I don't know what Sarah would do if she couldn't play Pardo in Caravan. I also wonder what would happen if I killed that tabby. <laughs> and that's the end of Caravan 13. <laughs> Hello, FBI's. I'd like to report somebody. He killed a black tabby. What? In a D&D role-playing game, and it made me very upset. Click. <laughs> Please don't waste our time, man. You can tell this is one of those bullshit episodes. It's definitely a bullshit episode, but that's half the fun. 
<laughs> so, I mean, it's been an hour of just good old-fashioned fun. I mean, we've gotten somewhere. Sure we have. You guys have learned all sorts of information. Yeah. Exactly. And now you guys get to go act on that information. You guys get to yeah. go up north to Hastings. So. Do we uh, see if we got our supplies, or do we just assume we got nothing? Yes. <laughs> Moist. The man on high says you get your supplies. We asked the barkeep, the bartender, for some to restock our supplies, and he said he would. There you go. Your, your supplies are restocked. I don't know what your supplies are. You didn't ask for what supplies you wanted. But I'm sure. assuming health potions and all. You the guys places. got your greater health potions. I'll say you guys got five greater health potions. Oh. I still have my mirror scroll image, so I haven't used that yet. Mm-hmm. We'll say he also arranged for a, a waxing of your armor and a, and a, a quick uh, sharpening on all your respective weapons. Maybe they just give you a new varnish on your staff. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I polish my they own staff. They rod. Ha! Ladies and gentlemen, she polishes her own staff. Obviously. It's normally everybody walks into your jokes. <laughs> it writes itself. It writes itself. So, you guys get your... I don't even know how Vareed... Vareed probably just had the silvering redone on his weapon if need be or something. Mm -hmm. But vengeance itself just is like, kill. <laughs> yeah. Kill. What the... I'd like to direct the table's attention to... <laughs> what? <laughs> what did she do? Like, <laughs> just a fucking cowlick. <laughs> she got the goof girl. Uh, you got that. You just had that little, <laughs> little curl. Just this one strand of fucking hair. This is like, oh, hello. <laughs> okay, so Sarah's gone for the moment. But Parda is taking... Laboratory break. So, gentlemen, real quick, is there anything you want to do? Um, we didn't have to do the shopping, so we're good there. You don't have to do any shopping? There's nothing you're looking for? Um, at the moment? Literally nothing. I'm, I mean, he could ask about... Uh... I have a grappling hook, right? <laughs> you could probably inquire about a grappling hook. I literally forgot how to pronounce that name. Um, the bird girl. Thank you. It's Yelena. Yelena. Huh? Nothing. Jennifer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chad, this is a this is a recording show, and we're on like I, break. He knows why I'm. You know what? I think this might have to be a we take a break real quick and yeah. we'll be right back. And we return from break. Uh, we are now deciding as a group we are heading towards the fictitious town of Hastings as opposed to the real town of Hastings to search for the 
thunder in the distance? <laughs> I didn't fart, I swear. Sarah. <laughs> nope, she, she vehemently denies that one. Uh, so we, we're heading towards Hastings. We are looking for the paladin, son of blacksmith Bram Bjornweld. However, <clears throat> fate has decided something happened along the way. A great many of things are going to... This is the episode of tomfoolery. I do hereby declare this episode is where nothing productive happened, only things outside of fate's control happened. So, we're going to start with the first one. Vareed and Parda. Yeah. I believe you recall many months ago you had strange visions of a cave with a odd skeletal titanic being which you fought while looking for the runaway sun. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you each acquired a stone egg. Mm-hmm. Oh, each of us? I Vareed, on your travels you deciphered the last of the Valic runes on the eggs. As you translate the runes, you understand that they they translate into simple words. However, when you read them aloud, the eggs begin to react. In three hours' time, your eggs will hatch. <gasps> Yay! I'm a genius. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry you don't get one. But it's mine. Oh. That was never really good. Cool. It was... It's okay, because we got one more coming. <laughs> Boys. <coughs> so, she's got her egg. Uh, give me a moment. I'm going to text the table something outside of Sarah's knowledge. So, oh, uh, sorry, Mac, I'm not going to send it to you. You're fine. Um, Chad Chad will basically give me the yes or no that I need. I know he didn't text you, but I have a feeling you know what I'm looking at you for. For You guys are traveling through. You guys are traveling uh, up a path that, the same path Sarah and Mac went through. Very dense forest with a lot of the runes. Uh, there's the rune bridges. There we go. Mac, you now received a text message. Of which a... Okay, the fan is slowing down? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was just to keep it cool in here, not to... It was to keep it cool, but we could turn the fan down. So now, you find... You are no longer in an area where the Valic rune ship is as heavy. There's not as much script on stones, cobbles. You find just text in the back. I did. Oh. Can you tell we didn't plan this plan? Can you tell we didn't plan this surprise? I don't know. See, 
Oh, right, right. Do I want to do the baby? Or do I want to do the other one? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> what if in the egg is the baby, and then she finds? Ooh, that, that works. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Hello, welcome to the this is this episode is no longer the we didn't have this planned. It's called part of surprise. Editor, call this episode part of surprise. <laughs> ah, captain. <laughs> part of. Inside the egg, you hear a beating. Wait. Oh my god, no, flip it. Reverse it. In the egg is the and then they find the baby. Because I had to actually invent for the baby. Well, there's two eggs. Well, yeah, you, she has her, you have your egg. Remember? Oh, oh, Remember, yes. your egg is the, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and her egg is the, aw. That's right, that's right. Yes. Sorry, this this total part was unplanned, but I've, I've had this thing going on. I'm like, I don't want to wait anymore. I'm tired of my mom asking, well, did you give it to her yet? And I have to keep telling her, no, they're too busy doing X, Y, Z. So now we're getting it out of the way. Part of surprise. You're welcome. <laughs> yep, you have him to thank for accelerating the timeline. I don't know who's even sending what anymore. <laughs> so, yes, you hear like a, a beating in the egg, like life is forming. You know it'll hatch in a matter of hours. However, perhaps it is time to be led down a different path. On the way to Hastings, you notice unique set of footprints. <laughs> this now makes me have to go feel like we need to buy the Baby Beast series book. And we before you even to. see Parda unmounting, she is walking towards the forest. She's walking on air like <laughs> So, Parda, you begin tracking person of interest. Sarah, I need you to actually give me an animal tracking role. Oh my god, Yorktown. Oh. Rip, Yorktown. You know what? Like, Ranger, I would nope, say Ranger I was gonna ability say, gives you bonuses. I, I, I was going to say, she has pretty high wisdom as it is. She's fine. <laughs> Parda, you know that this hoof print is... Slightly unique. <laughs> and you notice that there's a large hoof print and what appears to be a fawn's hoof print. She's bouncing in the chair. Are you excited? Do you know what you're going to get? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I have a feeling, but I don't know. It's like, I want, I want something cute. I want something kawaii to sue. Oh god, I realized I'm gonna have to break her heart first. Ah! Oh shit. Sarah. <gasps> stop. Sorry, stop, Sarah, stop. stop. Sarah, stop. <laughs> Let it go. Sarah. Yes. Relax. Calm down. I like to imagine Parda's like watching and she's just chirping and like a roller coaster of emotions just chirping. Maybe she got that from Shay chirping when she's emotional. 
<laughs> so, Sarah, Parda, you, you are tracking when you notice several boot prints begin following off a trail. Start feeling? <laughs> She's not happy. I already picture we're watching her walk up while we're on her horse I still and her hair is just... I am now running towards the destination! Oh, we better go catch her. <laughs> How is she out running the horse? <laughs> Seriously, this is un she's running faster than that undead! She's crazy, Victoria! <laughs> Look out! Crazy druid on the lamb! <laughs> We gotta make some comedic for what's about to happen. It's like we gotta lighten the air. Party, you find some bandits, poachers, gathering around the remnants of a bonfire. Her eye is twitching for everyone at home. She is scritching, she's scratching, she's twitching, she's anxious, and I have complete control of the situation. <laughs> Until things start getting thrown. Until she throws a mug at me <laughs> and takes over to make it happy fun times. <laughs> <laughs> so, Parda, you recognize that these are poachers, trappers. And they have the kind of equipment. These guys aren't hunting beaver. They aren't hunting badgers. They're not hunting bears. Anyway, you know they hunt magical creatures. The kind of magical creatures that most hunters pay. What? Stuck on a bag. <laughs> Sorry, didn't know. Anyway, you recognize they've actually, some of them don't have their traps on them. And as you get closer, they, they spot you and like, Hey, 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 this, this section of the forest is closed off, miss. Very dangerous stuff around here. There's no part of the forest closed to a druid. Well, I have to tell you, miss, this ain't your country. It's our country, and we say it's bloody well closed, yeah? So go ahead and turn yourself round, you little fucking girl, and go get back on your, Jesus Christ, horse, whatever that nightmare is, and get back on it, and go back to whatever fucking town you came from, because we're busy. You don't see what's behind me yet, do you? What? What am I supposed to be looking for? Your little druid friends? <laughs> Two big buff men stride in on their Clydesdales that have haunches the size of wagon wheels. What was one with a gruff, unshaven beard and the other horns of a devil. And the other one has tusks the size of steel rods. You look like Grinch, okay? I know. Shop. And they're both about, their arms are about as thick around as a light pole on each side. Poor little puny humans. You think he can take over whatever, huh? You know that they're not both humans. One actually is actually a native wood elf. How dare he be a poacher? Naughty! 
wasn't expecting that one over here, Jack. I was expecting something from you, not from her. And the other one is actually a human. <laughs> so you you blasted that out of the uh, the wood elf. You are not one of my kind. You are just a lowly human. There is a otherwise miss. Oh, Besides, how else are these? Uh, you want me to cut them off for you to prove what you really are on the inside? You false pretense, you. <laughs> I was going to use some intimidation, but damn! Actually, you know what? Why don't you all roll for intimidation? We might keep your initiative rolls. Matt Crits. No, I only got a uh, 13 for intimidation. Oh, 11. I got a 16. You got an 11, a 13, and a 16. Hmm. <laughs> There's several I, I'm half orc, but I do look more orcish. So, maybe. That helps. You just crit with them, didn't you? Somewhat. High numbers. Sorry, I just booped the mic. Can I at um, least roll for Vicious Mockery? No. Uh, I know I get a plus something with being a half so I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. How how are you you I'll say your intimidation was the cutting the ear off of the elf. And then So suck. how were you two intimidating? Because obviously she's she doesn't care about the human. She hates the fucking human, but she hates the wood. I already one. did it on Mike, but it basically I just go crack, crack, crack and read what were you doing? I smile. <laughs> I had something way worse planned to say to the half the elf, but it's like I don't want to be really weird. So we're gonna say that Parda, you terrified a wood elf. <laughs> like he 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 you like you by yourself just intimidated the shit out of this wood elf. I'll say later what I was gonna say to him because it's not something we should say. It's like we don't want to be racist. Well, D and D racist. <laughs> It wasn't going to be D&D racist. It's just like, yeah, no, we're not going there with you. It's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing that one. Anyway, I don't even know what that one is, but we're not doing it. Yeah. Vareed and Gorak, he starts cracking his knuckles, and you just... This might be the first time you've ever seen Vareed smile. There's a reason why he doesn't fucking smile. It gives him a bonus <laughs> to his intimidate <laughs> Between the two of you... You sufficiently make the other poacher go, oh, fuck. And he, he sets down his poaching tools, renounces his faith, his godship, and his humanity, and just says, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. I'm just getting paid. For what? To poach. To How much gold you got? <laughs> what was that? How much gold you got? Me, myself, and I? Both of you. I don't know how much he's got. He gets paid differently than I do because he's a wood elf. He does all the tracking, gets paid more than the people that have to do the trapping, the baiting. <laughs> I guess I got, oh God, uh, please don't kill me. I got like, he's got a small sack of gold. Maybe he's got 30 ducats on him. Everything. I swear on my mom and myself, this is all I, I have. I mean, both of you, everything. <laughs> he's he's this man is literally shit in his britches. 
Wood Elf, what are you doing? Are you actually going to, like, are you saying that to intimidate, or do you physically intend on chopping his ears off? Leave this forest and never come back again, and you get to keep them. <laughs> no. All your belongings on you right now, though, are ours. Looks around for the biggest rock and just I knew it. it. <laughs> I knew it. I like it. Rocks. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, they they literally like dump their dump their belongings. You guys find maybe like seventy ducats in a, in between them two. Uh, the wood elf had slightly more money, but these weren't the only two in the operation. All of a sudden. As they're running away with the cotton breech, cotton breech unitard they basically got on, they're just running around their their cotton one pieces with big rocks, acting like this is a fucking greenhorn rust server, going oh god, oh god, oh god, <laughs> just running away. I start tossing all the poacher tools in the fire. We can sell it for someone to do what else? Fair enough. You throw away the obvious implements, although you do know that keeping like bear traps or just the the claw traps in hand. Honestly, I was about to say Gorak would probably traps. take the bear traps just for the ranger stuff. I hate to say it, he has a very fair point. He's trying to catch somebody. Maybe he's trying to bait out a room. Guy steps into the room, steps into a bear trap, shatters his ankle. I guess you're having a second skill set, traps. He's a bounty hunter. So I was gonna say you don't need like the. And having magical restraints. Right. This isn't just poacher's gear. This is magic poacher's gear. Mm-hmm. Will we keep it, but not for use against magic creatures? <coughs> you use we're it basic, for, We're basically keeping what we want. Unless there's a magical us. creature you need to keep in one place. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would. I was like, if you guys throw away the magic poacher's tool, okay. Yeah, no. I'm going to stop her and just basically put him into my bag. And talk him into Unless she's got a bag of holding. She doesn't. Yeah, I Actually, I do. You have shade bag of holding. <laughs> yeah. Blah. Done. Okay. Anyway, this is when you hear it. A faint whinny. <laughs> oh, God. The look on her face she just got. Followed by a weak bleeding. She's going to burst a vein, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to hear her rage quit. I, I actually might have to call for a recess, and I might need some defense, because she's facing me. <laughs> she's ready to lunge at me at any moment. I may have get, to throw just get my, it over with. Like I might have to throw a d20 in defense. Just get this I'm, over I'm going to have to rip it out like a Band-Aid, aren't I? Yep. yep. Parta, you, attracted by the noise, go into a small clearing and you find several poachers. One of them is corralling a baby pegasus. And the others are tending to the wounded mother. Tending? But they're trying to capture her. No. As in, they wounded the mother and are, in quotes, tending to her. I cast blight on all of them. 
Would that yeah. affect the mob or no? No. Um, I can target. Oh, shit. Washes over a creature of your choice. A creature of your choice. So the so. closest one to her. Or the one that looks like it's in charge. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I roll. Yeah. Unless it says to make a save. Or I, I do have... Oh, oh, I, uh-huh, what? I have a suggestion that would be really cool cinematically. Allowing her to cast Moonbeam, but on indivi- instead of like one giant area, it splits off into several small things targeting the individual I don't think people. that's how Moonbeam works. No, but he's saying cinematically. Yeah. But either way. <coughs> no, I like Blight better, as in... Bl- I, I have a thing I can do with the Blight, at least. Okay. The Blight just seems more terrifying, pissed off. Moonbeam is just her being like, fuck off. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a constitution save. 18. What's the con save? He. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 15. Okay. If this guy has any constitution, he makes it. However, because I don't have a stat block written up for him, I'm just going to use the roll I rolled. So let's say he's just a common bandit? Yeah, he doesn't have to. Well, this is the bandit leader. He actually might have to. But that's fine. He still fails. Yep, so roll your damage. Okay, and that's going to be a 88. Or what level are you casting it at? It's just gonna be level four. Alright, level five. He's gonna die. Eight. Uh, Thirteen. Seventeen. <laughs> What'd you roll? Six. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Twenty-five. Ooh. 32. Mm-hmm. 36. Oh, one more. 43. You roll nine times, Sarah? Yep. Okay. Literally, it's just one second. Can I see the blight card for a moment? Uh, oh. Oh. My God! Oh, it, it oh. blights the one I'm thinking of. He just literally went goop. Uh, technically, it just says necromantic energy washes over. This might be the closest she'll ever approach to becoming Vareed slash John Wick slash Fury and Vengeance. She walks through the brush as though she just molds through the trees, just passes through as though they're not even an object to her. This actual, literally, it's almost as though she's transcending mortal form at this point. This might be the first time you've ever seen her, the first hints of an archdruid in her. Her being a level 10, her being halfway there. She's no longer that pilgrim. She's no longer naive, young Parda. This might be the first time she's ever felt offended her own kind's betrayed the very thing they would swear to protect and now a sacred creature being mauled in front of her done as she washes through the branches she begins speaking druish a kind of ritualistic hatred 
sees in her words, the kind saved only for people that violate the rules of Jewish law, the people that violate the law of the land and earth, the kind saved for poachers. <laughs> As one of the bandits turns around and sees this white-haired fury with piercing green glowing eyes with fey energy swirling around as though the very fey lands themselves have conduited themselves into her staff. The bandit leaner turns around confused as he gazes into the moonstone before quite literally having the earth itself begin to strangle him of his life leaving not but a mummified corpse in his clothing. He wheezes an eked out breath that contains no words, only stunned silence. As his men stare on at a literal fury approaching from the woods, they understand they have perhaps earned this forest's spite before they can even begin to run their feet sink into the ground and the trees begin to shift and turn the grass beneath their boots turns to literal vines and ensnare them by their ankles and teeth bite ensnare and shatter their ankles bringing them to the ground. The forest begins to treat them as they treat their prey helpless, swallowing them whole and leaving them to die. A faint breeze passes in silence with naught but druish cant, seeding the air and leaving naught corpses to feed the land. <laughs> their belongings left fresh on the ground, their corpses no longer in sight. <clears throat> Hashtag poaching fucking sucks. Don't do it. If I find out you guys poach, oh, hell no. <laughs> Did anyone check the bounty board before we left Valentine? Nope. Do you think they'll have any faces left to identify? They probably do. Their belongings are fine. Mm. However, Parta has bigger issues to worry about. Mm. I'm imagining she's rushing over to the wounded I Pegasus I was saying that mom. to him. I wasn't saying that to her. I'm like, did we check the bounty pool before Parta, we left? You, uh, I also have wand of healing. Chill. Parta, unfortunately, there was nothing we could do to save the mother. If I make a DC 20, Ooh, my dice love me. <laughs> Parda, you're thinking too narrowly. Yeah, there's the baby I need to tend to. You find that the mother knows you saved her. And obviously, Gorak and Vareed might be trying to loose the Pegasus and handle it. Try to keep it safe, comfort it. 
but the the Pegasus, the what I don't even know what a female horse is fucking called in some mare. Form. Is it a mare? We'll call it the Pegasus mare. Right, mare's like duh. I'm stupid. I don't keep up on my lingo. I'm terrible. But the 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 mare whinnies to you, and it it kind of like nods as though it knows you can protect it, and it basically. You can, if you want to cast animal, like speak with animals to talk to it, you can. What do you say? I'm sorry. I wasn't here on time. You've done more than most would. I have chosen a druid. Did you name him yet? Naming conventions of his human. That is true. Animals feel with their heart. I hope I can too. It like whitties and it like nuzzles against your cheek. And you kind of know that to mean you already have shown more love with a single action than any word. That very animalistic kind of feeling of affection that words don't describe. It kind of just lays its head down and it you see it like begin to struggle to breathe and then it just closes its eyes breathing gets more and more shallower and you understand that it's going to die are you going to mer- did you want one of us to mercy it or no it's her job to mercy it if she wants to basically put it into a light slumber done However, it has entrusted you the care of its child. By the way, I'd like to point out that this baby Pegasus is literally the size of Pegasus in the beginning of Hercules. Tiny, like teacup Pegasus. It's an actual hole. Yeah. So it's born in the last couple of days. Yes. It, it's... Judging by your energy and the way you behaved and talked to its mother and the way you're talking to it right now, it basically assumes you're its new mother and carer. And even though it's really sad, you have a feeling that over the next few days, the more you spend time with it, the more it will grow to understand you and follow you. That's good. Does the cat like it too? Is the cat even still with him? I was going to say, did you even bring the cat with you? Oh yeah, I would have left him with Nemesis. I'll introduce the Pegasus to Nemesis! She's just going to have an army of animal companions. This was the plan. (laughs) (laughs) To say nothing of what's in the egg. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, do you think I should keep what was originally in the egg, or should I go with plan B? What do you think we could? I forgot what plan B was. Just give me your phone and show me. (laughs) Oh. You want Mm. A or B? B. You think B would be better? Mm -hmm. So many quadrupeds. (laughs) I think A's the... Oh, you want to see the text message from Ricky? Okay. He says she's sorry she can't make it. Oh, that's it. Sure. It's like... Griffin or Venequan. Okay, you want to 
You know what? I have an idea for the other, for that one. All right. There's a stone piece I can give them that turns into one. Okay, we're back, guys. Come on. Cool. Come on, you've got your baby Pegasus. You got a baby Pegasus, and you know by the end of the day you'll have another companion. And so will Vareed. Mm-hmm. Good God in heaven, <laughs> if Vareed. Oh no. You're gonna have a new friend. <laughs> Oh. Gorak. Friend. Gorak's gonna have a new friend, a new kindred spirit. Hmm. So that was the event that I have been planning for literally two months to give to Parda a baby Pegasus, but it had to come at a really sad cost. By the way, I'm swear on my life, Parda, Sarah was really close to crying at one point. She actually probably still is, but we definitely need to look now for a Pegasus. Does anyone know where to buy a baby Pegasus miniature? Oh, I can find uh, that, no problem. I'm sure. That's very easy. I'm sure. You can honestly just buy a stuffed plushie from the Hercules line. And just <laughs> I meant so we could have it on the board. <laughs> she would just plop the big old plushie <laughs> on the fucking board. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, she could just pull out the big pink, pink Pegasus. <laughs> oh, God. Did you ever see it, Chad? Yes. I have. Anyway, moving on, um, you do... Um, the Pegasus is small enough you can actually keep it like in your lap at this point. You wouldn't let a you wouldn't make a baby full walk that far anyway. No. no. I would be holding it and holding it and wouldn't let it go for at least the next day or two with what I've witnessed. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys arrive in Hastings after most of a day's ride, even with this. Hastings isn't too far away. You guys can travel a pretty significant distance when you're actually huffing on all the horses. So we'll say you guys did all that uh, within the span of a day. Uh, you guys arrive literally as night is falling. Like You guys got there in the nick of time. And uh, secure lodgings for the night. <laughs> so you got a name for this little fool? Celestial. Maybe. I'm gonna keep thinking. It's too soon to know what to name it anyway. That's very true. Personality. Alright. Well, who's tired and who wants to stay up? Well, I need to get this little guy to bed. Off with you both then. We kept the cat up for most of the day. Well, the cat, I'm assuming, has <laughs> just been sleeping whenever the hell it wants and then just waking up like... Meow. Meow. I'm <laughs> assuming there's just a saddle bag on Sarah's horse. <laughs> She's basically just got, like, cotton and stuff in it so it can lay in there. Yep. Um, I'm assuming that we picked up the belongings from the kosher. Yeah. She's got the bag of holding, which is, like, what, a 10-foot by 10-foot storage area? She's got tons of stuff on her. I wanted to go through and find if there's any identifiable items that would prove that, that these items belong to certain individuals. Sure. Well, we also need to find out if there's a bounty on them. That's when we find those items, then we take it to the. Yeah. Yeah, you guys find six or seven identifiable item, items, like a pocket watch, a ring. Maybe one of them had like um, 
an odd, like maybe he had a wooden eyeball or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you find the relevant items that identify that you guys took out. Maybe the the bandit leader had an insignia. The poacher leader had like a poacher's insignia that you have, and they all had that as well. Yeah, um, I, I say after finding those items, we take them to uh, the bounty area. I'm assuming it's not uh, fully closed just yet. I'm assuming the bounty area was probably like this, the head guard's tower or something. You you find a, a shack with a with like a notary and stuff in it, and she's got like a really poofy cap on, and she's talking to a, a gentleman with an also similarly poofy cap. His has a feather in it, and they both uh, they're both dressed very oddly, and they both have uh, a tankard of an undisclosed liquid in it. They're just chatting shit. Oh, so. Uh, you hear about the one bounty over in, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Nordenland. Yeah, it was way up north. Crazy place over with a volcano next to it. Oh, what about it? Oh, well, I don't know if you heard, but apparently people are reenacting a festival there, and they were, there was actually a bounty for people to go and help bring them stuff. It was the most boring thing. <laughs> good evening. Oh, good night to you. I ran across some poachers on my way up here. Took care of them. Does this insignia ring a bell? Insignia, insignia. Madam, would you happen to uh, pull out the good scrolls? Of course, dear. Scroll, 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 scroll. Spluck! Rather descriptions off slightly, but then again, drawing from memories, right? (laughs) Ha! Yeah, no, this is close enough. Uh, count seven, seven, exotic poachers. Interesting, yeah, all right. Here's your payout, and uh, do you have a mark? I, mean, you mean what, an actual? What type of mark were they asking for? They would be asking like an identification, like who oh, they yeah, 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 accredited to. I pull out my pass, passport. I pull out my, I would assume I have a bounty license or something. So they look at your ledger and your mark and they go, all right, all right, all right. Um, Gorak, what's your last name? Little Tusk. Little Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> no one has asked me. I've had that joke. I've had that joke in the back for the longest time. Little Tusk, big compensation. Anyway. <laughs> Little Tusk. Good night to you. And uh, you're... Oh, Interesting. Matchport. Hmm. Uh, scroll over. He scrolls through your passport to the bounty section. Mm-hmm. Stamp. Sweet. Another stamp on your ledger. Work on that some more, and we might have more jobs for you. Count on it. Interesting. Anyway, uh, uh, Gorak, you might have several marks on your showing. Just in, like, this might be your first poaching, poacher catching, mm-hmm. but. You have several things of reputation for being a, a decent bounty hunter. But, Vareed, this would be your first into the foray of creating a reputation with the, shall we call it, the law outside of Fomalhaut. <laughs> Those stamps are kind of like your reputation out here. Okay. Doing and catching poachers you didn't even know about could be luck. Could be you're good at what you do. Keep coming back to the bounty board and turning those in. You might have a reputation and a lot of handy jobs to catch up on. Parta, while they're doing that, um, 
I imagine you're cradling your Pegasus and it's just going <laughs> nuzzling at you and whatnot. Maybe you got it some milk or something from the, the local care, like the local vendor, pet keeper, vet. I can't call it a vet, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Animal handler? Yeah. I want to say something like that. I'm trying to remember the actual word. Beast handler? Yeah. Either way, you got some feed, and you know you like you you basically are like uh, you don't say what it's for, but they you basically ask like, is there any difference between feeding a horse, a unicorn, and a Pegasus? And they pretty much tell you what you ne- would need, and you find out. What's well, up? I was proven him. I've had that joke since I made the character. Yeah. So uh, you guys, uh, you go to the bounty board. You guys turn in all the relevant information. Keep everything else. They don't ask what you did with the poacher's tools. They assume you were righteous enough to either not use them or to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Most bounty boards don't care what you do, so long as you just bring proof that you did it. Right? Um, you guys come back to the hotel. You guys see she's feeding the baby Pegasus. Baba. The baby Pegasus <laughs> outside the inn. Which way would the grave be? <coughs> yeah, it's dark out. <coughs> you want to rest for the night and look for him in the morning? Do you want to ask anybody first, though, if anybody's seen him? Little Missy. You guys could just go straight to the grave at night. I'd say, Little Missy, aren't you a little tired? You Not really. Don't go to a graveyard at night. That I know. I mean, I'm good at undead, but trust me, it never ends well going to one at night. If it's not some freak in a mask, it's some actual undead. If it's not some actual undead, it's some weirdo <laughs> trying to bring the dead back. <laughs> Why does that sound funny? That sounds like the perfect reason to go to a graveyard at night. night. Oh, it sounds like bounties to be had. <laughs> you feeling up to it? Yep. All right, fine, we'll go. I haven't talked recently. You gonna leave the baby or? No, you can't fucking leave the baby Pegasus alone. The cat oh. can stay by itself. It's fine. The cat just comes and goes whenever it feels like it. But it's just near me. At this point, I'm assuming she has like a little sling for it going across, and it's in like in her. Mm-hmm. It takes up most of her chest. Yeah, and I then actually, I put the rope I had over. a really cute idea. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know how rangers have quivers. Mm-hmm. <gasps> She has a little sling back, and just over her shoulder, she has a little cradle for it where it sits like its you know front, its front, high, like its front legs over her shoulder. Actually, you know what I can assume? I took my old quiver since I haven't needed it, and I modified it. You for fashioned her. it so you now have like a little bag for your Pegasus, and it like has its like, like little snout next to your like left or right ear. Yep, <laughs> and it like it has its front legs over your shoulders and like taps at you and stuff. <laughs> Sarah looks like she's gonna cry. There we go. Now, now, now the Pegasus is with her and it doesn't impede her in combat. Nope. <laughs> and I will never touch it. <laughs> <laughs> never, 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 never touch your Pegasus. So, you guys are going to the graveyard. <laughs> bump, bump in the night. In the night of the graveyard. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Did I just Fight walk into the corpse? Is getting it on. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I've 
joke. Home. This is definitely the episode that started as a joke episode, had something cool in it, joke. Oh, yeah, no, this is, there's cool stuff in here with important, relevant information, but there is absolutely, when it needs to be serious, it's serious. Otherwise, it's just four people sitting around a table drinking caffeine, having fun. <laughs> How am I more whacked out on a thing of Pepsi than I am on three cups of coffee, a rock star, and everything else? What the hell? It's the orange flavor. No. No. Anyway, you guys approach the graveyard after maybe 15... What? It's it's not that. I was pretty wacky beforehand. Anyway. (laughs) You approach the graveyard after maybe wandering for about 15 minutes. Eventually, you just are like, oh, the part of town nobody ever comes to. I wonder. Oh, gravestones. Yeah, this is the graveyard. You find row upon row upon row of headstones. Any order about them? I, I could be the, the generous type and say they're in order of first to die, last to die. Well, that's pretty much what we can assume. Honestly, I can picture she's just make, doing like some cantrip or something that lets her just make flowers grow on each one. What if some of them are murderers? Does it specifically say on the tombstone that they were a murderer? I don't know. Would you bury a murderer? (laughs) Sure. Eventually you actually would. I like burning murderers. But death is all equal. She's the one who would be doing it. I'm just saying I can picture her just making flowers growing each. I was just saying, I was like, but why would she do it for every headstone? That's a lot of headstones. There's hundreds, thousands of headstones. We'll say hundreds. I'm in a happy mood. Just sitting on Okay. So eventually you guys hit the, they're in no alphabetical order, but they're in recent order. So the very first person to die in the town has the very first headstone. The last person to die is actively being buried as we speak. So I might want to go towards the backyard to see the blacksmith. Where's the blacksmith? <laughs> you didn't die that long ago. Ah! <laughs> Are you trying to have us see his closet? He knows what I'm referencing. Where's the blacksmith? <laughs> oh my fucking god, get out of here. <laughs> That's it, this episode's cancelled, it's scrapped, the whole thing's done. I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> How are you gonna get home? Pretty simple. I'm just scrapping the episode. We can keep going. Oh, my fucking God. I'm not ending it on a Markiplier joke. I refuse to end it on a fucking Markiplier joke. I have to look it up. No idea. It's an old joke from him. Oh, my good God. You he knows I've been waiting on that, too. I would never have even thought of that shit. I'm so angry. just said you found his grave this is the part where he had the twist mm-hmm. you recognize it by the last name Fjordenveld and he's been buried next to his wife mm. although strange things are afoot in Hastings graveyard Ted their graves have been dug up recently the spade is still in the dirt 
nobody else is very suspicious. Uh, Necromancy is so creepy. Yep. Hark, with that on the horizon, a shadowy figure making a getaway on a wagon. Let's go! How far are they away? You guys reckon they're maybe 100 feet away. You see a figure perched in a gray and gray and purple satin cloak. Uh, leather breeches. Breach jumps really high. Right in front of them. <laughs> the kid's name is Grow? Grow. 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 Yeah. G-R-O-W? G-R-O-H, but... <clears throat> but Grow. I'm tempted to yell it out. <laughs> or do I shoot the wheel? I don't know. What do you want to do? I would shout out to him instead. Grow! The way you shout that, there's no fucking way, Chad. Oh my god, children. I'm just gonna see if he understands what the fuck you're saying. How dare you deny? We crit. That's the first time that's ever gotten a one. It is possible. Not the first time. First time on camera? No, it's gotten a one on camera before. Uh, yeah, no, um, I'm going to roll that is, that's definitely not who you're fucking looking for. So if anybody wants to take out this wagon wheel, now might be the time. What are we in range? You'd be in range. Vareed. Are you two aiming for similar wheels? Uh, I would imagine right maybe Vareed's aiming for the front wheel, Chad's aiming for the back. Yeah. Okay. Both of you roll to attack. Uh, that would be a 19 with my modifiers. 12 before mod, 12 plus 9 after mod. Right. 21. Should I tap to a person? Not yet. No. Not yet. <laughs> Holding your... Hold your Pegasus. <laughs> you two basically are like, Grow! Fuck, he didn't answer. It's not him. <laughs> you firebolt the front left wheel off. It pitches. His his other arrow, maybe his arrow hits first. And you notice the necrotic beam hits it and literally eats the wagon wheel and decays it. It splits, cause a rock, and then the whole thing tips over. Maybe made it 20 feet. Maybe didn't even get the wagon going. As you guys are like running after, going, oh, please don't get very far. Please don't get very far. You're going to be missing a fucking wheel. <laughs> and then you guys notice that two, actually it would be more than two bodies, are like fall out of the back wrapped in sheets. Mm-hmm. And the hooded figure um, falls off. And you notice he's wearing a porcelain mask. I didn't think it was Bishop. Okay. Can I have the mask? <laughs> Who gets the? Uh, do me or him get there first? You well, you guys like uh, he he starts taking off. You like no he like gets up, dusts himself off, and he like puts his hood back on, and you notice he just has this porcelain face mask that covers everything. And you just. You want to take him out or should I? Sarah has her hold person spell. Hold person then. <laughs> 
Unless she can get close enough to cast. Um, I was going to necrotic his leg off. Thorn whip. Why do I feel like this freezes him? It's just like, stop. He fails your wisdom saving throw. He just... Actually, I was about to say, wouldn't it be he gets caught mid-run, just basically face-plants and breaks the mask? I would say he, like, because he's mid-stride, he, like, falls over. Kind of like Team Rocket style. Just like, oh. <laughs> Step over him, grab the mask, and be like, "Hey, well, hello there, pretty boy." You try to grab the mask, and it doesn't come off. Ooh. Your dice takes. Why do you like Varied, you like so <laughs> What's up? Varied, would you like the honest? I, I go. I, I want. I pop a squat next to him. So, who are you? You hear him start to like get a like. Can she can she release the, um his mouth or no? What? Can she release the whole person on his mouth or can he still talk? He can vocalize even though he can't really move his lips, dipstick. <laughs> I just want to know. I just damn near hooped it, didn't I? I didn't even have to really move a fucking thing. <laughs> so uh, you hear him start to like. And he realized he can't really spit because his mouth on his fucking mask on his face. <laughs> Is this just like no drooling? Tone? No, he does. He doesn't actually spit. He like he's like. Uh, he swallows it back. Basically, he's like. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those like half cocked ones where it's like shit. I didn't get the whole thing, but he thought about it. <laughs> hey, Paul, you, know, you got handcuffs in there. I would be very nice to me. I can turn you into a living statue. It's very painful process. Very slow. You'd be stuck like this forever. 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 Oh, come on. It's more fun to flay them. Forever. Those words hang on the air. Forever. (laughs) And that's where we're going to end today's episode. (laughs) We will deal with this grave robber next episode. Thank you so much for listening in on our wonderful, joyous tantrums, rampages, and tangents. This has been Caravan 13. We hope you don't stray too far because we got another episode coming at you soon.